0: podcast. I'm wearing basketball shorts. My name is Brendan McKeegan. With me as always is Sean Tass. Hey, Sean, how are you, my friend?
1: Very well this morning, Brendan. How about you?
0: I am doing great. Uh, For anybody who's watching this who is also doing great, do us a favor, give us a like, subscribe, and a share. That would be wonderful on whatever platform you're on, whether that's YouTube or if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That would be wonderful. Don't forget to check us out there so you can just play this in your car. Uh, Today, we have an open letter to realtors. What? Now, that's going to sound like it's combative, but it's not. It's collaborative, uh, which is we'll get to that later. But that's what's going on. That's what's going on here. We're doing an open letter to realtors. Uh, Sean, what what brought this on? What was, uh, what was the crux where you're like, you know what? Let's do this. You
1: know, I just feel like... Um this is a good, this is a good platform. That's a great question. I'm not really sure the answer. I feel like this is a great platform uh, for us. And I feel like uh, if there's, if there's three people who watch or listen to or consume this podcast, somehow those three people might be realtors. So <laughs> this is, this is uh, it's a, it's a more efficient and effective way to have these conversations. Uh, you know, granted, however, I worry that they're one way conversations. So if you are a realtor and you disagree with any of the stuff that we we're saying, feel free to leave it in the chat below uh, on YouTube. Uh, feel free to call me directly and, and, and chew me out. That's okay too. Um, if, you know, Feel free to, uh, if you're not a realtor and uh, you want to have this conversation with Brent and I, feel free to uh, click on the calendar link below and uh, schedule an appointment with us. And we can talk about what all this means to you uh, as a consumer and you know, why realtors might need to, <laughs> to write an open letter to each other. Uh, just to be clear, there is No actual letter,
0: no. Uh, And also, Calendly is a great program uh, that is very hard to pronounce on the fly. I agree, right? Calendly, what? Cause in type, yeah, yeah. Calendly, Calendly. All right. This this program, this program is sponsored by Calendly. If we just keep doing saying it, it's either going to lose the way that we say it entirely, or we're going to perfect it. Yeah, commonly, it's going to lose all meaning. Yeah, perfect. Anyway, uh, next stop for professionalism is our open letter to realtors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can we get started? Yeah. 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 Let's jump right into it. Um, so I, yeah, I, the first thing, um, so, so both Brent, I guess, you know, really what took, what, what, what started this, Brendan is we took that Rini course, real estate negotiation expert course. And there's a lot of things are like, Oh man, here's what we all as agents need to do. Like, um, you know, don't tell me anything more than you should about your client. Right? Like let's start there. Like you're representing and you have a fiduciary obligation to your client. Don't tell me if they're getting divorced. Don't tell me the price that they take. You know, you don't know if I've got, if my guys got an extra, my, my clients have an extra, you know, $20,000 in their pocket that they haven't shown to you yet. Um, you know, like, like just keep it to yourself. This is the, the whole idea of a fiduciary agency relationship that you create is you've got two agents who are protecting the best interests of their clients. And if you're telling me more than you should, then you're putting your clients at a disadvantage, especially through the course of negotiations.
0: Yeah. And I think that's an easy thing to do. Uh, and I think sometimes as realtors, we want to, um, I don't want to say seal the deal, but we're just like, yeah, here's what's going on. Let's make this happen. Uh, and obviously like if your clients say like, yeah, tell them, I don't care. Let's get this done. Then sure. But when it comes to that kind of stuff,
1: yeah, sometimes, uh, sometimes there's a little bit oversharing. Yeah. And like, don't, don't tell me how you feel about your client's offer (laughs) you know what I mean? Like the whole idea, again, I feel like the whole idea of being an agent is to remove the emotional aspect from, Oh my God, I love this house so much. I want to buy it. If I'm repping a buyer or like, Ooh, I'm not comfortable with this number if you're repping a seller. Right. And so it's like taking, like taking the emotion out of it or like yelling or screaming or like F you! How could you think this is a good offer to bring me? Blah 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 blah. Like it, there, there doesn't need to be any of that, right? And yeah. and I think that goes into a lot of it. But like all of the different emotions that we as realtors could attach to this transaction serve no purpose to moving to moving the transaction forward, right? They just end up making us look like whiny crybabies. Yeah. Not
0: professionals, right? No, no. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's another thing that maybe has to be done too with realtors is uh, in the interest of our clients and everything else with all of these, let's say third-party ways of selling your home or auction sites, unreserved for instance, get on board with it as far as like, it's a thing, it's happening. It's how some people feel comfortable doing it. Uh, so just because as realtors, we may not agree with it doesn't mean it's just something to be like, no, nope, no, nope, we're not looking at that house. No, nope, we're not going there. Like just, I mean, it's, it's odd to me that like some realtors have already been caught sort of skirting around those properties, uh, and not providing them to their clients. And I think that's, that's a little bit weird to me because that's an obligation. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. We, we got to do that. Well, there was that whole, uh, that, that marketplace expose that, you know, sort of painted the idea that, um, what was the word that they used, um, uh, like directing your clients to a particular home. And if it's oh, yeah, yeah. sold by itself, then not, you know, not showing that house. Obviously that's something that we never do. Uh, cause the, the, the compensation isn't what's important. What's important to us is helping our clients find the right home for them. Uh, steering, that's the word. Um, But yeah, I mean, hey, you know what? There's going to be different business models all the time. And like there was a there was a thread. So as realtors, uh, if you don't know, we've got a group where we all talk to each other. uh, And there was a thread recently saying, oh, you know, one one seller was using this particular site and then the seller went over and above the marketing that was provided on that site and messaged every single real estate agent in the city saying, hey, if you've got a buyer, here's what's great about my house and how it's different than the other ones. And all the realtors were you know, up in arms. Oh, this is terrible. How can this person do this? I mean, the guy just wants to sell his house, right? Yeah. So he, he's he's not thinking that he's getting the level of service from the person that he's hired to, to help him sell his house and as a result, he's going over and above and, 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 you know, probably overstepping his, his, his boundaries. And, and I think that's why a lot of people are getting upset about it, but it's like, I can see it from, from the client's perspective where they're like, I'm not getting what I need. So I've got to yeah. do something else. Right. And, you know, for, for, for,
0: for that, that's, that doesn't even mean it's something that the realtor is doing wrong. It could just be like, <laughs> he's like, okay, sure. You're going to do that. Great. And then doesn't, or just omits, okay, you do that. And I'm going to message every realtor in the city. <laughs> like, well, you know, you can't help what people do. And when, when someone doesn't know or isn't a realtor, like you said, he's just trying to sell his house. Like it's important to him. So
1: obviously they're just going to try to do whatever they can. Right. Yeah. Again, it's like, you know, stay in your lane, like just sell houses. Like if you, if you're, if you're working with buyers, work with the buyers. If you're working with sellers, work with the sellers. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Like if other people are, this person sending a letter, oh my God, I can't believe it. And you get up in arms and you get into this whole like anxiety treadmill about uh, this person said this, and this person said this, and this thing happened over here and this thing happened over here. It's like, man, it's all out of your control. Focus on what you can control. You know, like you can't control what other people are going to do understand that most people are trying to do the best they can with what they have and 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 focus on doing your thing
0: yeah um, there's a another thing that realtors can do which would be great uh and this is maybe more for out-of-town realtors uh, mm. that are coming to ottawa or not coming to ottawa is telling your client to contact the listing agent directly to book a showing yeah
1: yeah or or telling your client what the lockbox code is and saying, I'm going to be there. What's the lockbox code? And just giving it to your client. So many, so many people have have said that like, oh, (coughs) hey, uh, you know, we've got a camera on the front of our door and we just saw two people, no agent, or we just saw, you know, and it's just like, oh, well, then the out of town agents just giving the lockbox code. That's a lot. First of all, it's against the law. Yeah right? Like (laughs) that's not a thing that we're allowed to do. You will go to real estate jail. Do not pass. Go Do not collect $200. Like you're not supposed to do that. It's it's. Yeah. And we keep saying
0: out of town agents. I'm sure there's been in town agents that have been like, well, I got something else to do. So here's a
1: lockbox code. Yeah. Well, even on a home section. Okay. Even on inspection, right? You've, they, okay. the, 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 uh, sometimes the agents will be like, yeah, okay, well, uh, here you go. Go in the house. Uh, bye. I'll be back in, you know, two hours. Um, yeah. You can't do that. And, and I mean, you know, there are, there are a lot of, uh, not a lot of, but certainly some groups in, in town where the business model is, the buyer's agent tells the buyer to call the listing agent directly and go and see that house. And then, you know, the listing agent goes and shows the house and then, you know, turns around and winds up saying, oh, hey, I got an offer from this person that I showed the house to, you know, what the heck. And of course, you know, some some people will say, oh, well, that's that's fine. It's different in Quebec. Uh, whoever shows the house has the rights to uh to, 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 to write the offer for that property. So it's uh it's a little bit different. And I'm, again, for the general public, um, typically the way it goes is the agent who's representing the buyer will show the buyer, the home and the agent who represents the seller will, uh, you know, has already been to the home and will represent uh, the seller, but it's, it's um, yeah. It, it just rubs everybody the wrong way.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I mean, I don't know if there's something going on with some of these realtors that just kind of maybe get complacent or maybe it's just ignorance and they don't know, but it's, uh, it's very bothersome when you're trying to do everything you should and then somebody else doesn't and they contact the listing agent, they go for a showing and then all of a sudden you do get that offer. I feel like there should be something where there's implied agency at that point and maybe because you didn't screen them properly on the phone. But if they're like, Hey, who's your agent? Oh, it's so-and-so great done. But if you're not asking that question, then I don't want to say it's on you because it's not, uh, but. Do your due diligence. Do your due diligence. Right. So.
1: Yeah. And, and you know what, I'd say if you're not asking the question, it is a little bit on, on that listing agent. You know, there's, there's even some agents who I've seen on these, uh, on these agent chat groups that are now charging, back to the buyer's agent a percentage of the fee to go and show that property if if they go and show the property as like a deterrent but it's like why if like why aren't you asking the question of oh well who's your agent you know it just it just i don't know yeah i hear you (laughs) this is this is such like a A soft, soft letter. It's not, it's not as spicy as maybe it could no, no. Uh
0: speaking of soft, the other thing that all realtors need to do, and I'm coming for you, is just use a regular mechanical lockbox or an iBox, please. We don't need these uh spinners that have the alpha spinners or the ones that have like nine different things like we're not trying to steal the declaration of independence okay this isn't the da vinci code calm down <laughs> <laughs> just we're just trying to show the home give us four digits for an box. come on yeah
1: okay. yeah if i if i if i wanted to go especially to an escape in room winter yeah yeah
0: yeah especially in the winter when you're sitting there with your fingers in minus 30 trying to like work this lock box and
1: you're like oh god <laughs>
0: You need those. Yeah, things. you're right. It is like a bad escape room. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you need those it's like an entrance bugs. room.
0: It's like an entrance room. you are trying to break into it. The-
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you break into it. You're like, Oh, I'm just in the next room. Oh, I'm just in the house now. I thought we were yeah. out. No, no. You're just in the next part of the escape room. You, need to- you get to do it again when you have to lock the key in. <laughs> yeah. 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 Why is this alphanumeric? Uh, you know, you need you know what you need in the winter is you need those smoker gloves with the one little the one yeah. little glove over the thumb that so you can you can yeah <laughs> yeah those are those are you know thankfully I was going to say I haven't seen them in a long time but I also haven't been to a lot of houses over the course of the last two or three years so I don't know if you've seen them recently but I haven't seen them in, in probably three or four years thankfully
0: uh, I definitely had one over the winter at least.
1: It, you know what the other throwback is because like if you don't know if you're like a regular person watching if you don't know you have to do it like you did a high school uh lock where it's like two times to the right one time to the left and you know and 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 just like zero times to the to the right again it's so weird and they always are like the agent's initials maybe i shouldn't say yeah. that. <laughs>
0: well <laughs> Sometimes it's that, or sometimes it's like some dumb three-letter word.
1: <laughs> yeah, dog. Box. Yeah, dog. Uh, we just run, run run off three-letter words for the rest. You know of what? The-
0: I don't mind saying that it's uh, usually the agent's initials because maybe some agents will hear them like, uh oh,
1: better get a real lockbox." <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And again, you're 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 protecting somebody's like you know. Hundred thousand dollar multi uh, hundred thousand investment, and you're like, i well, well, just uh, you know, mm, I'm I'm my my initials. That's fine.
0: Yeah, really.
1: And on a mechanical lockbox, I'm just going to throw it out there. I might or might not have been guilty of this in the past. Putting your birth year as the spinner code on your mechanical, oh, lock yeah, box, yeah, probably not a great idea either. Sense.
0: Yeah yeah, there's a lot of,
1: uh, that open letter to myself. There you go. There you go.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, you know what? That's a good spot for a break. I think we'll, uh, we'll take a little break. We'll come back. We'll keep this going.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but we'll, we'll also make sure that we'll talk about some good things to keep doing. It's not just going to be like negative hits over and over. We'll, 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 we'll dive into some good stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we'll do that in the meantime. Uh, book with us below on the Calendly links Uh, like subscribe and share and um, find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we'll be right back after this word from the sponsor. This episode of the Real Collective podcast is brought to you by Real Collective. Real Collective brings together best in class real estate agents and collective experts in the field to deliver the best possible service to our clients. We govern ourselves with honesty, open-mindedness, and compassion. With diverse skill sets, our agents are able to better serve a wide array of clients, including first-time buyers, first-time sellers, transferees, estate sales, investors, and rural, vacation, and luxury properties. Authenticity and transparency are pillars of our process, which allows us to put our clients at the center of everything we do. Our years of experience and knowledge allow us to deliver prestigious service and optimal results. If you are interested in buying or selling your home, contact us today at realcollective.ca. Welcome back, everybody. The second half of The Real Collective Podcast. I'm still Brennan McKagan. I'm still wearing basketball shorts. Uh, again, you know all the stuff, guys. Like, subscribe, and share. Find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That'd be great. If you want to talk to us, book a link down there below. Losing my words, guys. Losing my words. In the Calendly, I was focused too hard on saying Calendly properly. So book us in the Calendly link below and uh, have your own time with us where you can talk about (laughs) or whatever you need. need. Maybe you want to talk about Game of Thrones. I never watched it, but whatever.
1: I feel like talking about Game of Thrones is a little bit passe.
0: Yeah, probably. I don't know. All right. Let's jump back into it. Uh, (laughs) All right. This next one um, has bothered me. And, uh, I'm not even too much on the listing side. Um, yeah, maybe 25% of my deals are that way. Maybe,
1: um, anyway, Sean hit it. Uh, communication, communication with the other agents. If you're going to send in an offer, send in at least bare minimum, a text message. Ideally pick up the phone and call I had two great conversations yesterday with two great agents and they were, you know, 20 or, 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 you know, one was an hour long sit down. We, we sat down we, we talked about business. Another one was a half an hour conversation, another half an hour conversation the day before about what's happening, what's going on. And it's all about collaborating with your fellow agents. Right. Um, If you can't talk to people, maybe this isn't the business for you. Right. just a thought. So yeah, if you're sending in an offer, just answer your phone. When I call you to ask you questions about your offer easy, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think there needs to be more of that too. Like once that is actually done, don't be combative about it. Like it's not, it's not a match against the other realtor. Ideally at the end of the day, like, yes, if you're multiple offers, Obviously, there's going to be some sort of competitiveness because the market's very competitive. Uh, but when it comes to one-on-one dealing with the other side's realtor, there's a way to get around this. You know, you don't have to be combative. You can be collaborative. I'm like, okay, great. Let's try to work together. I had a great agent from a different brokerage that um, I worked with. Uh, the deal ended up not working out, but he was great to deal with. Uh because he didn't make it like, all right, well, let's uh, let's see what's going on here. Okay, great. Let's talk about it. And it was just great communication from start to finish throughout the whole thing. And I wish more transactions were like that, but it was just more communication and more phone calls and more just talking it out.
1: Well, here's the thing. When you get to a point where you're like in a stalemate and you're $10,000 apart or even $50,000 apart... If you can talk on the phone and problem solve with the other agent, you know, it might not be about price. It might be about terms or conditions or, or, or different things that closing date, right? All of these things factor in. And if you can get somebody on board with the idea of, hey, you give up a little bit of, of, of terms, and we'll give up a little bit of, you know, something else, maybe closing date needs to advance or postpone that has some sort of positive effect on one side, then you can sometimes come together and it's not about the money anymore, it's about the whole thing. And if all you're doing is sending in an offer and hoping it's going to stick. It's not going to cut it anymore. And as this market changes and, and and there are more straight negotiations where there's one buyer and one seller and they're just trying to work it out, having that problem-solving nature is going to help all of our clients a lot more. And it's going to help you as the agent a lot more. But man, if you're fighting with people and you're an agent, nobody's going to want to work with you. So the only way that your clients are going to benefit is if you go and pay more money. And so... That's not really working in your client's best interests.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, I agree. And um, obviously. Um, but it's it's crazy to me how many times you get that, no, this is what we're doing and this is what it is. You like it, take it. You're like, all right, well, I'm not gonna take it then.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know? firm, firm, my, uh, my least favorite, firm and final. Really, yeah. really, really. If I tell you that I will sell this house to you for $10 less than your firm and final offer, or $10 more than your firm and final offer, you're telling me, no, line in the sand, this is it. Really? Like, yeah. you, can't be, you can't be so stuck to a, 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 a number, right? It just it doesn't, it doesn't work.
0: Yeah. It's one thing if you have that phone call and be like, hey, listen, we're going we're gonna to resubmit our offer or we're going to counter. Um, just so you know like this is their top end like they're not going there's nothing else happening here. So I just want to be firm like I don't want to be firm and final with you uh but I just want to let you know that on the phone uh that this is their highest end. they're not willing to go a hundred bucks more and that's that's something that we both tell our clients is like, if somebody paid a hundred dollars more for this house, would you be upset or a thousand dollars more? Would you be upset? And if they're like, no, then that's not the right place. You know, like that's, that's what you value the home at.
1: I, you know, I, I, I have such a hard time with that because I, there's, there's a lot of ego that comes into that conversation. And I personally, when I bought my house, I had such a hard time because I'm like, I've got a hard line. This is the most that I'm paying for my house. I'm not going to pay any more than seven fifty. And as soon as I checked my ego and got out of the way, the, and the sellers were at like seven seventy. As soon as I checked my ego and got out of the way, then we we they, they're like, okay, fine. Here you can have it for seven sixty, and I'm like, okay, right. And 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 then and then I was able to buy a house because ultimately the numbers aren't the thing that's more most important what's most important is you either want to buy or you want to sell a house and you know sometimes the 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 number thing and i feel like this is more a thing to the to the like general public maybe more than to realtors but like you can't get so stuck on the number otherwise you it's like a lose lose scenario you won't you won't create a, a win win scenario but whatever yeah
0: it's easy to get stuck on that stuff though right like it just you have it in your head while you're writing the offer and while your clients are telling you to write the offer. So everyone has it stuck in their head for hours and hours uh, or whatever the case may be until they see the house until they write it. And sometimes it just doesn't work out
1: that way. I was stuck for weeks at that. number. Thankfully nobody else came along and bought it. Right. But right. It's, it's 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 so much it's business is full of so much ego, you know, and again, it's I'm 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 guilty of it. I'm not going to pretend that I'm not. So it's 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 hard to let the ego move out of the way. Um, another thing we're seeing right now is um A final walkthrough is not an opportunity to renegotiate your price. Uh, So, you know, realtors, if you bought a house and you were repping a buyer and they bought it in March and they're closing now in May and the market seems to be less because the market prices seem to have hit a peak in March and now they're, they're, you know, it's not the sky is falling, but they're, they're coming back down to a normal level. Um, You know, and, and you paid, you know, 50, 50, you know, I don't know, maybe not 50, but like $20,000 more uh, for, for, for the same type of house uh, you know, two months ago, you don't get $20,000 off because you find a scratch on the floor on your final walkthrough. That's not how yeah. it works, right? Yeah. It's, it's, the negotiation is done,
0: right? Yeah, unless something is like, hey, your fridge is broken, okay? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to yeah. replace the fridge or whatever. Just adjust the price accordingly to the house. What do you want to do? And again, that's when you collaborate to find yes. a solution. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah. yeah, there's a there's a lot of that. Yeah. Well, just, as, go. Yeah. Well, it's not like going on an inspection, right? You're. It's a final walkthrough to test that everything is as it was when you saw the house the first time, and that little scratch on the floor was probably there the first time too. Yep. Sorry. So. The other thing that um, I have a little bit of mixed feelings about, but at the same time, you know what? Yeah. I keep going back and forth on this feedback. Do
1: it. Uh, Do it. Get it, Brennan.
0: Feedback on a home, um, whether you're the listing agent or the buying agent. Um, If you're the buying agent not giving it, maybe it's not in the best interest of your clients to do that. If you're a listing agent uh, and you're not getting enough feedback for the showings that are going through, call them don't rely on just <laughs> the showing time app to be like oh that's weird they got sent the auto uh reminder to fill up the feedback just give them a quick call and i mean everyone's been guilty of it i've had listing agents call me and like hey listen you showed this what'd you think uh yeah no they're they're thinking about it but it's probably going to be more to the other side and of of no or whatever it happens to be but it's uh I can't see giving feedback for a place that your clients are actually interested in or really interested in, especially when it comes to like a preemptive offer being a good idea. Because if you put that in there, like, yeah, clients love it. They're gonna accept, they're talking about doing a preemptive offer. Great. So now as a listing agent, you're calling everybody else and like, hey, I might have a preemptive offer coming. And now that you've put yourself at a disadvantage, of getting into possible multiple offers because you gave feedback. (laughs) so You know, Uh, you you just want it to be vague and like, yes, house is nice. Best of
1: luck. Best of luck for a quick sale. That's my classic line. You know, I, 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 I think I know what the issue is. And I think that a lot of agents have a hard time, um, giving negative feedback because, um, like when I'm calling for offers on offer day, I'm calling around and I'm saying like, oh, hey, are you going to submit an offer? And the agents are like, oh, probably not today. I'm like, well, today is offer day. So, like, yeah. you don't. there's not there's not a chance for tomorrow, you know. Oh, um, yeah, you know, we're. We're thinking about it, but it might not be, well, you know, just tell me the truth, right? If you don't like it, tell me the truth. Tell me why, tell me which one you like more and just be, just be honest about it. You know, I love honest, critical feedback. You know, I think that that really helps if you're going to, if you're going to give feedback because you don't like the house, tell me what you don't like about it and tell me which other house your clients likes more. And that really helps me because then I can go and look at those other houses and say, Oh, okay, cool. So if you're a, a buyer agent and you're not going to buy the house and you want to give feedback, that's the best way I think that you can do it from a listing agent's point of view. Tell tell me what your clients didn't specifically like about the house. And look, it could be something about the house that we have no control over. Oh, we didn't like the layout. Well, we're not going to change the layout. So, yeah, yeah. you know, then then the only thing we can change, the only real lever we have as, 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 as listing agents is to change the price, right? If enough people say they don't like the layout, well... It means we don't like the layout in, in in brackets for that price, right? We would like the layout if it was $100,000 less expensive, right? So, um, yeah, if you're going to give feedback, say something that that matters as opposed to, no three out of five, showing went well, don't like the yeah. house. <laughs> okay. They're going to pass. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and you hit the nail on the head is if you're working with a buyer and you are interested in the property, you might not want to give up too much information. Right. So that might be a part of the reason why the feedback that that, that we see coming through is like,
0: I'm not going to send your feedback.
1: Yeah.
0: And I mean, I just went through the process of selling my own house and we didn't get a whole lot of feedback from the showings and putting the owner cap down and putting on the realtor cap. I'm like, well, yeah, that's what I do for my buyers too. Like if it's not going to make sense for them, then why would I do that? You get people who maybe will weed it out through the feedback of like, not the right fit. I'm like, okay. Like somebody said that it was too loud, which has never been a thing that I've ever heard about our house or this street. Uh, I'm like, okay, well, if that's, but that their perception is their reality. Right. So I'm like, well, I can't change that. Can't go stand out on the road, like two streets over. I'm like, (laughs)
1: everybody everybody just be quiet. I've got a showing happening for this half an hour window. If we can just all stop. Uh, you know and 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 so yeah just the, the the last thing to tie it all up with a with a bow here is these two things sort of you know go together is please stop fighting i think we hit on it earlier like don't swear at your colleagues like we're not we're not heart surgeons doing open heart surgery. We're not launching a rocket into outer space. Yeah, we're talking about a lot of money and we're talking about people's lifetime investments and stuff like that. But it's not a reason to get like, you know, this is not life or death, right? We're, we're, this is not like we're not breaking new ground. People have sold houses for for years and years and years before either you or I showed up or anybody else who we might be talking to on the phone who's repping a buyer or a seller showed up so we don't need to fight about this we need to work together right as as agents i think that's the most important thing and if this open letter came off as uh i want to fight you because you're doing things the wrong way that's not what it is right this is about like hey how can we collaborate how can we all kumbaya get along right Uh, Uh, yeah and like
0: yeah. To this list. I know a lot of it is like, please stop doing this. Please stop doing this. But there's also a lot of things that are like, please keep doing this. Like, please keep calling, please. Throughout the whole process. Like, please keep doing that. Uh, please keep having proper showing instructions. Like those kind of simple things, or maybe things that some realtors don't think about when they have a listing or when they're working with buyers of uh, like, please just keep us in the loop. Uh, You know, think about it. Like, I've got um, somebody who has a couple of walkthroughs because they want to do renovations. And some of the walkthroughs have uh, been a little bit difficult to plan just with the homeowner. Um, So it's just about working together to find it. And the first time was like, okay, well, we get them. So, like, give us this. And it's like, it's not available. It's just not. And I had to like get myself out of that being combative zone of like, okay you know what? You and I are working together on this. It might be, my clients might be a little bit upset by this, but whatever. That's, that's the reality of the situation. So we found something second time around. It was great. It was perfect. And uh second walkthrough, I even said like, uh, you know, Hey, please, she said, please don't be X amount of time long. I'm like, no, we're going to keep it to this long. Uh, do you want me to email you when we're done? And she's like, "That would be great," and just that extra little courtesy, especially when it's maybe an older homeowner, whatever the case may be, or somebody with kids and they want to get their kid back to home for a nap. You're just like, "Hey, listen, we're done. We're we're out of the house, so you can yeah. come right home now." And
1: just stuff like that. It's it's, it's common courtesy mm-hmm. stuff, right? And like, please keep as agents, please keep representing your buyers and your sellers as best you can. Uh, if, if if you aren't a full-time realtor and you have like a, you know, being a realtor is like your side hustle, um, maybe team up with somebody who is so that you can, you can be available or your partner or your team can be available to help out. Um, you know, stuff seems to happen quick and there's a lot of uh, minutia that gets dealt with uh, through the course of any given day or any given week where there's like, Oh, well, you know, these moving parts and this needs to happen. And you know, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, it is a full-time job. Uh, so please, if you are a realtor, make this your full-time job. Uh, if you like it, if you don't, then, then don't do it. Don't do it halfway. I think is my, my point. <laughs>
0: uh, I can say the same thing to so many comedians. Uh. <laughs> go for it stop taking up stage time (laughs) yeah do that's another podcast episode everybody for a different podcast for a different uh (laughs) that'll be the real funny podcast
1: yeah i'm looking forward to it i will Uh, probably never be a guest no (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: i will probably never have the podcast so there you go
1: well there you go touche
0: yeah all right well i think that's a good place to wrap it up um I, I hope this was uh, helpful. I hope this didn't uh, stir the pot too much. I don't think it did. I don't think it's anything that's like outside the norm of like what most realtors are thinking. Um, if it is, let us know. I mean, you don't have to put it in the comments. You like if you want to, great. Uh, but if you really have an issue with it, let us know. Give us a call, email, text, whatever, maybe a call.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you hate it, <clears throat> call me and we'll figure out a way that we can collaborate through it.
0: Yeah. Don't do one of these where you're just for five minutes and the screen just fills up with text and then you send it. Don't give me one of those. Uh, But in the meantime, if you did have it, it, if you did enjoy it and uh, you are a realtor, uh, let us know. If you're not a realtor, uh, like, subscribe, and share. If you're a realtor, like, subscribe, and share. Um, I think that covers literally everybody. Apple podcasts and Spotify. You can find us on there, obviously on YouTube as well. Uh, anywhere else. Maybe, uh, maybe we're at the gym with you right now because you're downloading the podcast and this helps you get your cardio in. I don't, yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Some people are weird. Anyway, check us out online. Book us uh, below for your own real estate needs and our Calendly links below with Sean and I pick a time and we will sit down and talk about uh, whatever you need for real estate. So until the next time, uh, I'm Brennan McKeegan. This is Sean Tasse. Let's keep it real.
1: Collective.